I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. The threat of physical harm, however, was replaced by a different form of violence. For the continued promise of education and safety, we were separated from the black community not only during school hours, as with Metco, but permanently. Metco was replaced by being a minority full-time in school and in the neighborhood, and the potential for physical violence traded for the guarantee of emotional, sitting in the seventh grade history class watching Roots while your white class pretended to be the slave masters and tried to call you Toby in uh, in Plymouth white classmates caught by their belief of black illegitimacy in their language boom boxes were ghetto blasters r&b or funk was jungle music it was hearing the common response of what am i black when asked if a white classmate when asking a white classmate to hand you a piece of paper for instance or some other menial task it was playing street hockey with friends one day and one of their parents asking me if i was the puck it was remembering an easygoing biracial kid named sean raymond who sat day after day and absorbed white kids touching his hair and sticking pencils in his afro remembering that playing soccer in the yard of a friend's house with other kids including missy gregory a daughter of the legendary black activist dick gregory who was there that day and hearing that friend's mother as she watched us play say to another adult i don't mind her being friends with them but she better never ever bring one of them home it was recalling white friends who really really liked you saying i don't mind black people but i hate niggers we had walked directly into hostility the south shore the 50 miles from boston to plymouth had been intended an intended safe haven the white flight destination for the predominantly irish who left the city to escape busing to escape integration to escape black people the whole stench and of and his towns hingman uh hingham uh marshville hanover kingston and plymouth was nicknamed the irish riviera and inescapably here they were in their paradise having to deal yet again with black people we had fled boston to get away from corrosive economic conditions they had left to get away from us hey welcome to the black Test podcast your host rod and karen <clears throat> and we're live on a sunday night that's right where you do some podcasting you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black out tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport bullet ball. and bullet ball extreme um and of course that is full dissidents uh the howard bryant book uh which i think is just a great amazing book but um it's it's in this chapter about the lost tribe i believe is what it's called and it's about black it's about black people who fled racist hostile white cities to go i'm not i'll take it back it's about black people who fled the cities that were left behind by white flight that become these cities where you know uh you're dealing with racism you're dealing with police brutality you're dealing with the economic up uh just the 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 steepness of the economic curve there is impossible to get over if you're black almost and so what do we do we do what we're kind of forced to do right because schools aren't good at there you know they defund everything um violence and crime can run amok because they don't really police and when they do police it's just up some people uh over incarcerating people and stuff so you leave you follow the white people and the white people they move to the outskirts of towns and stuff like that you see it in every major city white people drive in then they drive out you know they used to live there now they don't want to live there anymore black people are there and so 
then you have to chase you know those white conditions because prosperity follows white people right that's when the government wants to invest in the school when white people are there that's when the government wants to invest in public transportation when white people are there meanwhile these are the things that of course attract black people as well and everyone else and so you go and move your kid out to one of these these outskirt cities and they go to the school there and you live in the neighborhood there but now instead of being among your people and being all impoverished together or dealing with the conditions of racism together you're separated maybe dealing a little less so with some of the conditions of the environment but now your kid is a you know one chocolate chip and a cookie and everything that that entails the different types of racist violence the different types of physical violence even you know he does say they traded physical violence but you know there's still physical violence that happens to black kids in these schools correct um and then the loss of connection with your people he goes into that later in the chapter uh which i'll read that excerpt another time but um you know you end up becoming this kid on an island sort of and to a certain extent even your parents can somewhat resent it because it's like we moved out here to give you this opportunity but also we feel like you're losing connection and we've lost something putting you in these situations like and you said it before it's the dream everybody wants like it's the american dream you know i think um as generations has gone and as uh, a lot of the youth has gotten in a lot of financial debt with uh college and things like that a lot of people are realizing that the American dream is a lie (laughs) that, you know, grow up, quote unquote, get married, have kids, you know, buy a car, get a dog, travel the world, you know, live life to the fullest. And then you die. I think for a lot of people, they're realizing that that's not fulfilling. It's not fulfilling to get up and go to a fucking job 40 hours a week that I goddamn hate. Uh, years ago when people used to get up and go to work, they had more, um, unions, which means they covered more. They took care of people. The retirement was better and all that stuff. Jobs don't give a fuck about anybody anymore. And I think that, uh, you have a generation now, they're mad, they're upset. And that goes back to that's a part of the American dream because it's a lot of black people that got swept up in a lot of that and white people going to be okay are we going to be okay? And I think a lot of us losing that uh, connection to our people is real because you do have um, generations of people that grow up and they don't come down south like they used to. You know, years ago, and you even talked about it, where they used to make their children go down south if they was up. No, you will go down there. You will never forget. Yeah, well, one of the things I think is interesting in what you said is that uh it's not like you can't live the american dream but the american dream is the white dream for most people correct you know it's a dream of it's a dream pitched to white people and a dream that if you're black and you want to believe in it there's this assumption that you have to you know forego your blackness uh there's another chapter about that about how people become stars and celebrities as high you know these big sports figures and then they just immediately need to reject their blackness you know or they expect you to reject it not not even not even not even just expect i'm saying many do yes they do you know what i mean like not even like there's a reason they expect it because many have done it you know but yeah yeah you know they will get mad if you don't you know they don't like serena williams they don't like uh 
you know lebron james but but like cobbler nation tiger woods you know uh i'm not black i'm oj oj simpson um you know there's several stars of uh that that black people have wanted to claim and loved who had to tell us in america "Mm -mm, no 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 don't put me in that category and there's a reason for that i get it but that's what that dream is it's a white dream it's a dream of whiteness and and, And so you touched on that and it was a hundred percent accurate i think uh the other thing he talks about though is it it gives these people this unearned they believe the bullshit too i'm self-made i didn't need black people they also have that animosity sometimes towards black people and black people will have animosity towards those kids like you're not really black you're not from here you're not you don't you know you haven't had a black enough experience you know and if they happen to pick even white supremacy or brainwash like like everyone else is many of those kids go black people are the problem the white kids are right you know yeah they might make jokes and say i i you know i love you know i love you as a black person but i hate those niggers and i'll go yeah i agree with you you know i hate those niggers too um so it's this is a head trip that kids have to go through and it's just funny as you said that it's because of that pursuit of that american dream you know if it wasn't for that pursuit of that for their parents or just maybe even just better conditions maybe not even the american dream Mm-mm. i just want to live in a place where my kid isn't you know i'm worried about my kid getting shot on the way back to school right and that's the point because the thing is if america would do the right thing and make sure money was allocated evenly if they would do the right thing and make sure these places are taken care of black people will stay where they are like they 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 would stay they would be just fine over by them damn selves in a black utopia without white folks yep and anytime we've done that you know it's been destroyed correct because like, white people do not like to see black people prosper by themselves right you know and the thing is it's like you you defund you don't put money into the streets you don't put money into the schools you don't do any of that and then you be like well why y'all niggas over here bitch because we don't want to be over there either because it's nothing over there if we can get out we will just like you left mm-hmm. um so yeah that uh like i said and then and that 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 irony is just the thing that got me just that idea of like man here we are trying to make a better world for our kids put them in a better chance to succeed and it's a cash 22 either way either way the kids uh end up dealing with some bullshit you know yeah and like you say and we've talked about it before it's 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 a head trip uh for everybody involved and and it causes a lot of colorism uh colorism yeah colorism and it causes a lot of 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 people struggling with who they are Mm -hmm. because like you said before you have uh, a lot of people that grow up in a, not all, but you know, people that grow up in these societies and they think, well, I don't want no dark skinned babies. Mm. You know, they, they, they think, you know, white is right, particularly if they buy into the white supremacy and they think that darker skinned people are less than and things like that. And I think that for a lot of people, this causes a lot of arguments online. Your black experience is your black experience, no matter what. And I truly believe that. But for a lot of people, they don't. They 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 feel like if you didn't come from this, you can't can't claim blackness. And a lot of people go, "Well, I wasn't from that, so y'all are less than." Yeah, the colorism one is weird because it's not a direct one to one tie. Because you can be light skinned and be and live in the hood. Like light skinned kid people in the hood all the time so that colorism thing is more of a white supremacy thing that everybody adopts like even in the hood people 
might believe that the closer you are to white the better you are and right. the closer i am to white the better i am i may have and articulated that so, a little differently yeah now. so I, the, the the one area i would tie it into is maybe you see more interracial relationships in the um in the more uh in the 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 white flight slash <clears throat> black flight relationships that happen from people moving mm-hmm. uh, because you know many parents will resent their child for dating white people while having moved to be right you know it's stuff like that and and i think as a community um the pain and the and the the, the, the division there is just so rife for um misunderstanding and animosity in a way that i don't think we'll ever really heal from you know i wish we could but it's one of the i made a conscientious choice a few years back to be like i'm no longer participating in those things i'm Mm -hmm. no longer gonna uh start assuming the worst of people because they grew up differently than me right many people will still turn out to be a whack-ass nigga and that's cool you know like they'll let them reveal that however they reveal that but you know i used to kind of be and you see it all the time on social media black people that other black people for having a different black experience right and say some really rude and and honestly wrong things about other black people um and i don't want to be a part of that you know the people that mock shit like oh y'all having a trap lawyer meeting it's like i don't know why you think all these are blue blood black people like some of these black people may have come from the quote-unquote trap like why do you think you're the only person that's that has any authority on that experience or why do you think that um you know everybody that 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 started there stays there or you know these type of black people have no relationships with anyone outside of just this little circle of folks you know stuff like that that you would see and people would you know really come up they were demagogue folks and i don't think that's any way to to create bonds within the community i i i i don't either and the thing is we all deal with oppression and that's something that we can agree on regardless of what your background is white supremacy it fucking affects all of us no matter if you the this is a bright goddamn twinkle twinkle little star or if you're the darkest of the dark we all are if affected and impact by impacted by by some way shape form or fashion and it's something that we didn't start <laughs> you know and it's not our problem to fix but we do need to fix the emotional damage that it has done to us individually um which is really hard to do when a lot of us can't even afford the therapy that we need to get over the shit that white supremacy has impacted us by butterfly, butterfly in, in the, the sky, sky. I, I can go, go twice, twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a really rainbow i can be anything take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow a reading rainbow all right um man where to start i guess coronavirus that's what so there so everybody's got us on their minds we'll talk about it as long as we can until we move on to some other things because guys there's like a million of these articles every day and um and uh, they're mostly depressing and stupid you know? i think they do uh, i will say this i was right i called it last week i felt like people was downplaying my reasoning 
but i gotta give myself some credit idris elba's wife sabrina dari elba tested for coronavirus says i wanted to be with him right you're goddamn right you're right and people being stupid people fail to realize you can't social distance from the fam- from the people in your immediate surrounding if one of them got it nigga the whole goddamn house got it yeah she said that she doesn't feel she's asymptomatic essentially but she found out this morning she was talking to oprah winfrey she said i found out this morning oprah that i tested positive she told oprah in a facetime interview saturday on her new apple tv series oprah talks that's right y'all oprah is doing uh <laughs> oprah's doing uh all kinds of stuff with the tv man like uh with the technology so many of these celebrities now uh and not just celebrities everyday people are just like instagram live constantly tiktok mm-hmm. like everyone's on social media right now it's so funny people were just like fuck facebook fuck twitter fuck instagram fuck all these places and now these are literally people's connections to each other Correct. in this time when uh you know they have you know we we people constantly are shitting on them so it's, it's just it's just ironic i guess is the best way to put it uh idris says he hasn't witnessed any major symptoms it's interesting and worrying that people are possibly carrying this disease and seem and are seemingly okay but can spread it easily he said yep it's scary as fuck man i won't lie like the fact to me the asymptomatic part is scarier than the the rest of the shit right those are the people that are the most scariest because those are the people they show no signs they show no symptoms they just walk around with their daily life thinking everything's the fuck okay and people around them are goddamn dying mm-hmm. and like third up uh, they just got in some of the stats from like china and something because like i tell people the numbers keep coming in right because when you're dealing with this crisis they didn't always have time to anal- sit back and analyze these fucking numbers um they and didn't i have the numbers <laughs> well they have them but you need to count them i mean it's oh, like that's I, true you know, I, yeah when i mean have the numbers like you didn't have like like a number count that you could say this is the number yeah people were just like uh it only affects this people it only does this i'm like we don't fucking actually know not to mention it can mutate there's all kinds of shit people they're still trying to go backwards and figure out forensically like where did it come from how did it combine two some some people think it was two different strains of a virus that combined like it could be a lot of different things and we need to sit back and kind of wait and while we sit back we should be listening to scientists and health experts right um for example um china found out that or they put out today that 30 percent of people that had it were asymptomatic that's a lot of people it's a very high percentage because that because carrying like and uh like i said they also did studies that show asymptomatic people can also pass it and they have higher loads of the virus in their like you know discharges and stuff their nasal like when they cough and shit oh. so they're more contagious than people that are showing a lot of symptoms wow yeah man shit is real pay attention um michigan churches won't get punished if more than 50 people gather the fuck is this close them bitches down close them down i just reading on facebook today and this and they said this was prior to them making like an announcement like shutting shit down but uh somebody went to one of these mass uh services and people end up dying and like 19 people end up getting affected like the congregation it's like rolling all through the congregation now yeah man i don't understand Stay at home with jesus please i don't understand the logic to allowing people to go to church man and if your church is more concerned with getting um 
donations and tithes at this point man like what are they really saying about their faith you know i don't know how you can just show up in church like 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 god gonna just put a a mask over the church that's not how it works and what are you and what are you saying about your flock like if you're a pastor of a church you should care about your congregation and when they say stay your at home you go stay your ass at home we can skype through the prayer line we 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 can do a call we can do a conference call it's other ways for us to connect yeah um you know i think people just there's a lack of education and it's just an american not even american just worldwide hard-headedness about this shit people and people you know fundamentally do not care i don't want to hear that no they don't i'm an empath shit if you're out here just living life like nothing happened going to parties and congregating places and shit like don't tell me how much you care about other people you don't you care about yourself and you don't give a fuck if you get anyone who comes into contact with you sick you just don't care right it has a four to 14 day uh gestation period so not that this is gonna happen but if enough people stay home who don't have it or have it and don't show symptoms or have it and have very light symptoms it'll pass and it'll lower that curve to where our medical system can help it correct but i don't think it's gonna do that because you still see people kind of being like fuck this right and that's the part that frustrates me a lot of people and and it starts at the top fucking donald trump because he don't take it serious nobody else takes it seriously because he lies people just don't believe that he's even telling the truth about anything that he says so it's one of those things where you still have people going well i can do what i want to do uh the thing is um if they start actually because right now people can still move around as far as like you know go walking and shit like that but you don't want them to do well trump wouldn't do this anyway but some some states and municipalities might be like hey you bring your ass out here we got guns for you nigga like we are tired and we are tired of people dying and being sick and y'all won't fucking listen so we will force you not to be able to go out anywhere um yeah i don't know maybe um i saw people were starting conspiracy theories about the uh national guard moving in to like new york and stuff but they were moving in to set up uh hospital tents and stuff for the coming sicknesses that they're gonna have it's gonna overflow hospitals um but people it didn't stop people from starting conspiracy theories that they were gonna just start you know forcing people back to the home and gunpoint i don't know that that'll happen uh i don't think any municipality's done that as of yet oh no 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 but um i don't know know, that's the thing with with all this disorganization at the top people just feel like you know anything can happen because of who's at the top anything can happen no like i said and i that's nothing that i would want but it's like you don't know what kind of because everything's unprecedented right now nobody knows what's happening nobody knows what's going on everything's in disarray there's no organization there's nowhere to go to there's no you know there's all these places with information but a lot of the information is debunking all the lies versus you just go somewhere and they're just like hey y'all these are the facts hospitals warn of shortages closures without emergency aid um u.s hospitals are warning that they are so strapped for cash that without some financial relief they will be unable to meet their payrolls in a matter of weeks and some could be forced to close just as coronavirus cases are surging mm-hmm. and and y'all know trump ain't trying to give up no money yeah i don't know man some of this money is gonna come out of nowhere they're gonna make this shit happen i don't i don't they're not gonna let hospitals close it's just not gonna happen um 
the the thing for me that's interesting is that the biggest argument for the american healthcare system for a lot of people has been well it's a capitalist for-profit model and therefore it's better than other systems well if they're weeks from fucking going under in a situation where they'll be getting the most quote-unquote customers ever that says the model's broken correct right that says that the for-profit model is not really true it's not really yeah. about more business more money because because they people, actually lose money when they have to actually use it for six people sick people well not yeah not just that but people can't afford to pay this shit correct so it's the number one cause of bankruptcy in america people aren't even able to pay these bills the whole system is fucking broken you know so maybe we'll see some overhaul of it i think uh you you kind of have to um it's just a matter of uh when because when is this gonna this system gonna break and you know it's a time where we wanted kids to become doctors and lawyers because we said that's also how you get the most money you know oh become a doctor but it's like these doctors getting out of school after 12 years with 12 years of doctor's loans and shit man like it's not like the whole the whole thing is founded on this fucking lie you know um and one emergency that that's like all hands on deck and it's like yeah we don't know what the fuck we gonna do right and and for the insurance companies because it's all profit all profit they're probably trying to figure out any way they can to deny 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 which means uh, nobody's gonna get any money um let's see members of congress feared that the coronavirus spread uh because the capital was left open so there's a quiet panic going on among uh, behind the scenes at the house of representatives because some members tell tmz they sounded a warning three weeks ago about the capital being unsafe but they weren't heated and now they fear they have the coronavirus members uh we spoke with who only wanted to talk on the background tell us about three weeks ago when the problems associated with the coronavirus started blowing up they began talking about limiting or excluding visitors to the capitol it was an especially busy time because the house was putting together spending bills and people were flying uh in from all over the play the country to lobby members there were also lots of visitors who came by and interacted with number of members uh we're told hallways were packed one congressman told us no one took this seriously leaders from both sides initially said they didn't want to panic people we're told the leaders ultimately consulted the congressional doctor but as one congressman said he was scared to make a decision because he was afraid he would trigger a national panic yep and keep in mind three weeks ago donald trump was saying this shit was a hoax so this is one of the 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 impacts of that as your leader you got other people whether they agree or disagree with him whether they think he's a fucking liar and a fraud whether they're a democrat or republican you're still unconsciously taking your cue from the man in charge Mm -hmm. right right if he would have been like you know what no 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 everybody needs to be screened every before you bring your ass in here get tested like nope mm -mm, we, we don't we don't need people in here dying and getting sick Americans are coping with corona who are coping with coronavirus are now clogging toilets. What what are they doing? Oh, they they sticking the, them fucking all them them toilet papers down the drain. They are <laughs> They are dumbasses. You couldn't flush it before. What makes you think trying, you can flush it now? They're trying to flush disinfectant wipes, paper towels, and napkins and baby wipes down the toilet all three things all four things you are not supposed to flush down your toilet many are unflushable but motherfuckers went out by all the paper top all the toilet paper then they started buying all this other shit and now they're fucking up the entire sewer system across the country 
in charleston south carolina northeastern ohio lexington kentucky austin texas spokane washington wastewater treatment officials have been beseeched have beseeched residents not to flush wipes down the toilet using the hashtag wipes clog pipes you couldn't flush it before i don't understand this flushable wipes are a thing okay they said flushable wipes are not truly flushable they might go down the drain but they do not break up like regular toilet paper so even the people that buy the flushable wipes is is a bad idea the plumbing repair company rotorooter issued a similar plea to customers and said the substituting facial tissue for toilet tissue was another bad idea unless it's used in small amounts and flush frequently right same that dude i told you in uh trader joe's bought all that shit i said man these motherfuckers boy it's gonna fuck everything up um let's see uh national guard arrives in baltimore to assist city agencies like like i said people are thinking people are floating conspiracy theories if you see it you guys uh be no you guys should know that they're not there to fucking put guns on the city and 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 start around everybody like please stop saying that shit it's not true (laughs) you're causing more fucking panic panic. yes national guard that's not even legal for them to be able to police uh places like that that's not what they're supposed to do but um yeah in a statement released late friday my administration requested that the guard deploy in baltimore to provide humanitarian assistance in partnership with our city agencies as we work to slow the spread of covid19 the guards deployment helps provide resources that we need to support the work being done to keep baltimore health they'll be stationed to help support meal distribution at school sites throughout baltimore feeding children through the program begun earlier this week and led by staff from the mayor's office of children and family success the department of the department of recreation and parks the guard will also provide aid and planning and logistical support for the city's hospitals and medical teams so let's please put the fucking conspiracy theories down They're like we are here to help we are here to help it you know we are not here to take away your livelihood if something changes we can fucking talk about it when it changes you everyone needs to be a little bit fucking careful okay stop saying crazy shit um let's see what else uh harvey weinstein got it he's been isolated in prison uh rand paul got it um i think he's self-isolating he went swimming that morning in the congressional pool and went to the congressional gym that morning so oh ain't that mm-hmm. the nigga they said it voted no on something like the only nigga that was yeah, like no yeah, yep it was him amazon temporarily raises overtime pay for warehouse workers uh which is good i mean honestly because they're probably be working a lot of overtime they want to entice people to do it but it's also kind of scary because people were saying they haven't necessarily um uh followed all the self distancing guidelines and shit so right, who knows if all the say how safe that job is right now right so where but it's also a vital fucking essential job right now because how many people have coronavirus and can't be leaving their house to get shit without endangering the public i like i don't have any right or good answers and because we have a lack of tests to be honest i, I a lot of people think the people who need tests are the people who are showing symptoms and i think the health officials are right uh those are not the people who need tests you should just act like you got it self right. self isolate you know go to the er if you need to that kind of stuff now that being said the people who they think should get tested um you know we see celebrities getting tested 
um eh, I, i'm not as obsessed with that because there's actually not a lot of them uh like people keep making it about them I'm like it's not really that many of them for us to be that worried about but um i understand that the jealousy and envy that people have of of celebrities and rich people so it's gonna always come out whenever one of them gets tested it's also kind of important because some of these people have very high contact jobs so i actually do want an nba player to get tested yes sir more than a person who's actually showing symptoms um because the person that is in the nba probably gonna come in contact with a lot of people that being said i think people should start thinking about prioritizing these tests by occupation so obviously your medical people you want to be able to test them you know they're dealing with this shit daily or whatnot um you want to be able to test people industry huh people work with food food industry grocers like i don't Mm -hmm. like people aren't thinking they're people more thinking about importance as far as money and shit and i'm like who come into more contact with than than the grocer everyone still got to go to the grocery everyone mm-hmm. still got to go to the pharmacy yes they do so those are the people that we really need to be making sure are okay because you know if those are the only places we're allowed to go and then uh 500 of us daily go and have contact with this one cashier you know that that might be a fucking problem you know um so that's what i was thinking about with the test but i don't know if um you know what they're gonna do um uh bondi beach in australia closes after crowds ignore coronavirus warnings um so they had to just shut it down because people was like social distancing no yeah and it wasn't just them i mean it was a lot of places that just people were like we're we're fucking going out like i said they're treating like a vacation there's a whole montage of italian mayors cussing the fuck out cussing people the fuck out it's on facebook i'm on uh you know social media right now and uh everyone you know it's a a thing where you want to laugh but then you can't because it's so dangerous so right but they're at their wits ends like they're literally cussing like they're looking in the tv being like stay the fuck in the house stop going to the fucking club if i see you out there i hear some of y'all want to have graduation parties i'm gonna send the police there with fucking flamethrowers stay your ass at home like there because it's because like literally 650 something people died there last night like this is like right and that's just one night and it's gonna keep going up and these motherfuckers still think it's a game like i i, I don't know what right. to do they're, they're like there was like and i'm pretty sure for them it's fucking stressful like it has to be goddamn stressful because they're the one literally getting all the reports from all over the place telling them we need this we need this we don't have enough for this we need this we need this these are the numbers these are statistics this is what we doing and you look up and your heart is probably broken and you got a motherfucker talking about i want to have a birthday party for my five-year-old and they're going well fuck you and your five-year-old stay your ass at the house all right karen we we have neighbors now at this time because you know everybody home my bad uh <laughs> seven members of one new jersey family diagnosed with coronavirus three have died we talked about this yesterday on the feedback show but once again people that travel and go oh you know fuck it man it's just it's it's nana's birthday or whatever we gotta go and it's like okay you could be really damning your older uh i'm not older you could be damning your family to at least health problems and some of them death um yeah grace fusco 73 passed away on wednesday without knowing her oldest son and daughter who also contracted the virus had died right before she did Ooh, wow. four other children also had a virus and had been hospitalized three are in critical condition so this might not even be done with them 
so mm-hmm. yeah man like i i'm not going to see like my family right now me just either. not doing it like Mm-mm, it's just I, me and you yeah however how long this shit gotta go then that's the that's the that's what it is man it's just not worth it Mm-mm. i don't want to put them in danger and i don't want them to put me in danger i can't even imagine even if um even if i wasn't the one carrying it i wouldn't want someone to uh give it to me and then they gotta live with that shit for the rest of their life if i get horribly ill or die yeah that's crazy right and i wouldn't want to give it to someone and you know i got family members they call and they checking up on everybody you know you need this you need that and i'm glad they checked up on me but they was like if you need anything i can come by i was like nope mm-mm, we stay we in good. the house it's that's, okay that's what i said, I said nah I, that's what i told him i said nah we good i said everything is good here i was like don't worry about us you know if anything changes i'll let you know but you know, my thing is, I I just keep my my distance, and I told your mom, I was like, I don't know when I'm gonna see you again. We love you. We can talk, text, whatever. You know, I I want to talk to somebody. We can Facetime. There's plenty of ways to communicate with people without physically seeing them now. Raleigh Millennium Tour concert goers at risk after attendee test positive for COVID nineteen. This shit was so stupid and it's so fucking irresponsible. What happened? But the Millennium Tour, I believe this is the same tour that, uh, Omarion is, is part of and shit. Oh, they didn't cancel that? So they did not, they are not canceling events. And so, um, they had, they went to, cause I, I think they had one here too. Um, but it might have been just, maybe they were talking about the Wake County one, but I thought it was one in Charlotte, but it might just, it probably was Wake County cause I think Charlotte shut all that shit down. Right. But the Wake County Health Department said a person who tested, who attended the Millennium Tour, 2020 tour concert in Raleigh on March 13th tested positive for COVID-19. The individual was symptomatic while attending the event and had floor seats in section five but moved throughout the crowd. <gasps> yeah, man. I'm how I'm surprised they're still torn. I, I know a lot of places is like the you can't come here. No, we're not having any concerts. Like, so they're going to the places that are still allowing them to have them? I guess. I don't know, Care. I mean, not every city is on quarantine and all That's true. And because Donald Trump hasn't really, you know, uh uh done anything to uh to to truly be a leader on this type of thing and giving guidelines he's been like well i'll let these states determine it and shit like that well some states don't give a fuck Mm-mm. you know um so yeah now you got people i regret going like yeah this shit is serious you know and the motherfucker's still trying to put the fucking you still trying to put the tour on like bruh why Right now. Get them people their money back and go your ass home. Right, and now you have people now air frightened. Now they have to self quarantine and all that other shit. When I just wouldn't have went. Like eventually it's gonna get to a point where y'all can have it, but it don't mean people gonna come. Right. Um. So yeah, you gotta deal with that. Um. Uh. Trump fumes at NBC's Peter Alexander, who asked what do you say to americans who are scared and he says i say you're a terrible reporter that's what i say i think that's a very nasty question i think it's very bad signal that you're putting out to the american people the american people are looking for answers and they're looking for hope and they're doing sensationalism what that didn't answer the question yeah just deflected because he is not a type of person that has uh, empathy sympathy or understanding so that's a way not to answer the question yeah i mean what do you say i say that you're a terrible reporter what that's what i mean that's what narcissists do you question them and then they immediately attack you you know like it's a 
this is what happened we got a charlatan in chief right now and uh this motherfucker is more worried about the stock market and appearing calm than you know the truth he's been going around saying there's some miracle drug that's gonna work on COVID-19 and all this shit and and every health official is like don't fucking say that that's not true we don't have enough evidence to believe that we don't even have any reason to believe that just calm the fuck down and he's like nah I'm good I'm gonna say what I wanna say he keep going on these fucking national rallies and shit and people are like please stop doing this shit because all you're doing is like you say stirring more panic every time you get on fucking television yeah it's called chloroquine i believe and there were and because he said this there were two cases of poisoning from the anti-malaria drug in nigeria after he praised it as a possible cure for the coronavirus <gasps> two people were hospitalized for overdosing on the drug in uh, lagos oria lue Fine, and senior uh, health assistant to the governor of lagos said in an interview with bloomberg The World Health Organization has not approved the anti-malaria drug for COVID-19. Because <sighs> he doesn't give a fuck. He be saying this shit, and that dude, uh, I don't know how you say it, Fauci or Falky, the the dude that, Fauci, the dude that um, <laughs> is like the, the, the expert on this shit, he be in the background in the press conference shaking his head like, this motherfucker right here. I, he, he goes saying some shit right after I just said the truth. Now we got to deal with his spin. Yeah, you, you, you just let the experts talk. You don't actually need to say anything, but he would never do that. Uh, of course, part of his um, part of his solution to everything: U.S. to rapidly turn away migrants, including those seeking asylum over coronavirus. Yeah, I mean, now a lot of countries are closing their borders during this time so this does not make the u.s alone but come on you knew this is where he wanted to go with it you knew this is exactly where he wanted to go with it was uh how do we get them browns out of my country the solution to everything for this motherfucker is uh something about xenophobia (laughs) did you say something about xenophobia like no we didn't say that hmm that's what i heard so that's what it Mm, is okay well we'll see we'll see uh the fda has approved the first point of care coronavirus test that can give rapid results that's a good thing yeah i mean things are happening fast now this thing can test detect the virus in 45 minutes they've approved about a dozen other COVID 19 tests in response to the public health emergency caused by the coronavirus pandemic this is the first one that can be used at the point of care the newly approved test will be much more efficient before healthcare workers would take a nasal swab and send it off to a lab where the process could likely take days to see a result now the test can be done right inside the doctor's office in approximately 45 minutes the need for on-demand test is at an all-time high during this time of increased demand for hospital services yeah good that's some good news that's some great news i mean you got the whole world working to solve this problem at the same time man you know uh hope we get something out of this hobby lobby hobby lobby founder claimed a message from god told him to leave the stores open fucking hobby lobby mm-hmm. don't nobody want no flowers and trinkets and other bullshit you selling now jesus said to leave it up now Mm-mm. who is this man to tell jesus Mm-mm. no Mm-mm. 
the, the 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 same people that won't give their female employees like birth control and abortion well jesus told them people. not to do that as well okay them same people jesus said don't do it care okay Hobby Lobby founder David Green reportedly told employees in an open letter that a message from God informed his decision to leave stores open amid the coronavirus outbreak. According to Business Insider, Green, conservative Christian businessman, repeatedly claimed it is the power of God that justifies his decision to leave stores open. Green reportedly wrote a note to employees telling them the decision was informed by a message from God bestowed upon his wife, Barbara Green, who had who he described as a prayer warrior. Mm-mm, 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 no, no you have employees worried you have them sick um and they're like uh the fuck we in here for and it's probably barely anybody in my goddamn stores why are we open shut them bitches down and you know what also that goes to show you don't give up you don't care about your employees you do not care you i know beforehand but if anybody questioned like the employees they don't you don't care about y'all this is some of that righteous gem strong's god come on <laughs> we rich here so we know what jesus wants in her quiet prayer time this past week the lord put on barbara's heart three profound words to remind us that he's in control god god and groom we serve a god who will guide us through this storm who will guard us as we travel to places never seen before and who as a result of this experience will groom us to be better than we could have ever thought possible before now now get your ass back to work uh the hobby lobby company website did post a letter stating that if a worker exhibited symptoms they would send that employee to medical care to self-isolate at home it did not state if they would be eligible for paid sick leave now jesus no. don't want that okay Mm-mm. god also told me of course not that not to pay people when they get sick he said those wages are for the working okay and that he will guide you to the unemployment line okay uh according to coronavirus and all according to that 2017 benefits summary guide is most recently available public document on benefits only salaried employees are eligible for paid sick leave leaving hourly workers without protection in the face of coronavirus outbreak and most of them are hourly like the people in them stores is mostly hourly workers Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they probably ain't ain't cutting hours short so you got half of them standing in there alone with the store empty most of them particularly if they're in places where they was like shut shit down facebook donates over seven hundred thousand masks to coronavirus health workers and working to get millions more wonderful good man you know i appreciate that's why i gave them all my information to them in russia because they doing good stuff with it guys porn in pandemic searches uh for corona theme adult videos have spiked slovakians are the thirstiest for covid19 themed nudie flicks they're 119 percent more likely to hunt for such content than users in other locales south africans put in a good shift in this regard the volume of our rona searches measures 42 percent higher than the global average this ranks 11th out of 25 countries featured in Pornhub stats report higher than the u.s the uk italy and australia so they won't pull what people see i i don't know what the corona things could be i mean i guess you stuck in the house and it's like maybe it's like oh girl here's a vaccination shot 
maybe your roommates and you and and because coronavirus outside y'all both decide to have sex i can see that as a plot that makes sense so let me cough on you girl that's sexy i don't know if it's having sex with people that have coronavirus i think it's more like my idea from last week where it's just only hands where you know you wash your hands ah. and it's just two people touching each other's face all sensually now i can get down all with that. in the eyes and nose and mouth like look at these Why? membranes we touching oh girl Why shouldn't take a shower and didn't have sex we could be getting it right now we just oh but we washing our hands oh so safe um so i but i do know i already saw like people have filmed some porn scenes for the coronavirus like that that's one thing porn doesn't get enough credit for the writers on there are more timely than saturday night live like honestly every se- every season <laughs> it changed by the second every holiday them motherfuckers are ready like in the way it, do- it happens i mean they must be filming these in advance you know because it tells you the date is filmed right there in the front if you uh you know get official porn it'll be like you know oh this christmas uh it, you know we got christmas porn it's santa having sex with uh you know an elf or some shit and it's like oh okay they had to think of that in like november or october or some thanksgiving porn and today was my first time i saw coronavirus porn oh somebody in the chat room was saying they seen one where people have face masks on so i'm assuming yeah. that, that that's the type of corona i think porn. the one i said i saw said something like checking for coronavirus in my sister's pussy or something like that <laughs> i didn't watch it i was just like damn that, that was fast that's smart like y'all motherfuckers are gonna get all the coronavirus all of it. i hope it's not none in there all but the corona, i guess you're gonna see all the coronavirus uh orgasms is coming to brazzers or whoever that was <laughs> that's a good one um that's hilarious yeah uh let's see i'll do one more um doctors investigate a possible link in between vaping and coronavirus cases in younger people once again like i said you really don't know what the fuck you people call themselves healthy and they don't know it's like i'm not fat so i'm healthy like you don't fucking know i see what he said so okay you maybe you haven't even gone to the doctor lately you don't know what the fuck you got you know it was like vaping might you might be more uh susceptible to it if i'm pronouncing it wrong yeah that is correct uh doctors in the u.s are reporting i i are reportedly i am vaping as a possible factor in the alarming amount of hospitalization among young adults diagnosed with covid19 mm-hmm. according to the ny post medical experts began floating the vaping theory last week the centers for disease control reported that up to 20 percent of people hospitalized with the virus were between ages 20 and 44 yeah smoking is one of the things mm-hmm. you no know? and i think people just think smoking they think cigarettes but smoking niggas smoke in your lungs <laughs> like come on Stanton glance a professor and director at the center for tobacco research and control and education at the university of california san francisco sharing a blog post on someone's lungs are exposed to flu or other infections the adverse effects of smoking or vaping are much more serious than among people who do not smoke or vape yeah so listen this is not definitive yet they're just looking at it they're probably just going to start studying it we'll see but yeah it like stuff that people have told folks and the things that people are walking around here saying think about it you know this shit is not that um uh like it's not so cut and dry it's it's just old people like we don't know Nah, we don't know and uh as somebody who has worked with people that smoke 
uh for years and i realized this with some smokers not all of them a lot of them get like smoke what i call or what a lot of them call smokers cough during certain times of the year where they get like a heavy cough that they cannot get rid of and it just hangs around and i'm pretty sure that that plays factors in it too yep so just think about it man um some of my colleagues have noticed people so people under 30 ended up in hospitals and a couple were vapors glad said noted the link has not yet been confirmed keep that in mind hasn't been confirmed Mm -hmm. a study published in the chinese medical journal in february found that smokers in china were 14 times more likely to develop severe cases of covid19 than those who did not smoke so just keeping just letting guys know out there man yeah, and like you said people are kind of getting information and learning as they go and eventually we get more numbers and better numbers and stats and statistics on those things all right let's get into some other news guys uh former tallahassee and democratic gubernatorial nominee andrew gillum uh oh uh, they put the pictures of the hotel room out uh, him with the drugs yesterday. and the two escorts and stuff That's it wasn't no disgusting crime scene or no shit like that it really just looked like people had been in there okay. and some drugs laying on the ground like it was nothing to be seen it wasn't him laying on the ground or anything like that they didn't take pictures of the throw up in the toilet or something weird like that um but i think he should be able to come out of this fine uh if he just endorses bernie sanders he'll be fine you know because then you have a lot of people that support you no matter what you did in that hotel room like you could have had a clan rally in that hotel room if you say you endorse bernie sanders people will let that shit go okay so that's my plan if i ever get caught in some shit i ain't got no business doing my first <laughs> first thing i'm doing is coming out being like bernie or bust and uh let people go ahead and support me okay so yeah um but yeah the police put them pictures out i guess for all the people that thought it was a setup and shit it was like nope it happened here's the police north carolina police stopped a truck with eighteen thousand pounds of stolen toilet tape paper Ooh, eighteen thousand pounds how many asses for hell wiping 53 18 wheel truck had been reported stolen it's full of fucking toilet paper they ain't quite make it to the destination huh mm-mm thing for me is like explain the shortages what happened to the truck i don't know it was supposed to be here this morning at eight yeah um police said the investigation is ongoing no arrests have been made but they did uh find the truck they accepted the truck with eighteen thousand pounds of commercial toilet paper on this day how many how many rows that is a fucking lot mm-hmm i don't know because pounds like paper toilet paper don't weigh a lot it don't it don't so we, and, and 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 was it like the number rolls or the double rolls or the triple size rolls the numbers don't make sense and that's why i have to announce now i'm starting my my novel toilet paper wars started writing it today okay guys <laughs> i know where we're headed for <laughs> the toilet paper wars all right um donald trump kissed nancy pelosi on the cheek in a rare warm gesture and that's how we all know he got the coronavirus of course you know you don't want to touch that woman he got that corona he tried to pass it on to her right and kill her mm-hmm germs can't even affect him i be like don't kiss me don't you uh kanye west and taylor swift full 26 phone call has leaked it makes yeezy and kim look like the snakes y'all mm 
Yeah, I remember well, you said that when it first came out. You was like, we don't, we're not hearing the whole recording. Well, well, I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't tell you. Cause I told you. Mm-hmm. And when did I tell you? A long time ago. And what did I say will happen when I told you? Exactly what just happened. Boom. I fucking told y'all niggas. But y'all hate Taylor Swift so much you couldn't even handle the truth. Mm-mm-mm. I know some of y'all stop fucking with me over this shit. But when a boy is right like this, you got to stand up in it, y'all. Can't let nobody back you down from your truth. I knew this nigga was lying. A motherfucker, y'all picked a Trump supporter. A Trump supporter. The shame of it all, really. Um, and this is exactly what the fuck I said happened. Um, so it was that, uh, uh the full conversations uh paints a different uh story because you know he was like well we called her and we got we got approval so i don't know why you know she's lying and everyone snake emoji she bitch be lying always playing the victim okay now the full clip is out in the clip kanye west takes an awkwardly long time to explain this controversial line while a wary taylor swift she asked if it's going to be mean ask him to share it but the only lyric he actually relays is to all my south side niggas who know me best i feel like taylor might owe me sex swift has always maintained that kanye west never made her aware of the i made that bitch famous line and the leaked video of the phone call confirms her side of the story so now the same army west uh references in their awkward convo is coming for him and his ride or die wife so much so that the kanye west is over party hashtag was trending yeah that's funny as shit man because uh one it never really made kanye look good to me in the first place but it always felt really awkward that people were like yeah you know what um i think she was cool with the whole thing and i'm like well then why didn't they show the part where he's like and then i'm gonna call you a bitch in the next line because i said that's valid that's a valid reason to be like actually i don't approve that like when did we just brush that off you know what i mean where it's like um she don't get a right to be like yeah i was cool with you maybe making a joke about us having sex because everyone knows that's absurd and never gonna happen i'm not cool with you then saying you made me famous and calling me a bitch i'm actually not cool and i feel like if you knew if if you thought it was just so above board you would have told her the whole fucking line that's not like and, that, and let her make the decision right but you knew something was up with it which is why you left that shit out uh but motherfuckers fell for it man you let people so easily to manipulate with the so easy to manipulate when you just kind of can know their biases like let me just give you enough information and motherfuckers is all uh all on kanye's side for that shit so sad uh if he would have did that shit to beyonce y'all niggas would have wrote whole dissertations about how the you know how black men be the blah 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 like come on man Oprah shuts down stupid trending uh i i, I don't know q anon i don't know how you pronounce this quantum uh claimed that she was arrested yeah i saw this on twitter it was so stupid it was a bunch of accounts that had like anime avatars and shit yeah, and know. a couple you know quote unquote black accounts if you know what i mean not followed by anybody you follow black yeah i'm weary of those when people mm. follow me they were like not followed by nobody that follows you who are you then and so they um they had these just random tweets getting a whole lot of retweets of people being like you know oprah was just arrested and they had pictures of like a tunnel saying there was a tunnel um 
where there was children and drug trafficking rings uh happening beneath her compound and uh it was about celebrities and a bunch of them was being unveiled being involved in this shit and motherfuckers was really spreading this around like mm-hmm told you not once again taylor swift once again y'all got taylor swift they was i don't like oprah so now because i don't like that gail interview leslie like not lisa leslie a certain way now all of a sudden i got a motherfucking uh say this woman's a pedophile sex ring runner like get the fuck out of here so biased and so stupid and so gullible that shit would have been posted all across the goddamn news not on twitter only yeah she had to actually fucking um go and uh put on her twitter account just got a phone call that my name is trending and being trolled for some fake awful fake thing it's not true haven't been ready or arrested just sanitizing and self-distancing with the rest of the world stay safe everybody prayer emoji hands here's the part that that really is really disgusting to me Oprah winfrey was sexually assaulted when she was younger when she was a kid what the fuck like that shit is nothing to play with man people are fucking insane out here man they are um agenda over everything agenda over fucking everything can't believe people was trying to share that shit Mm -hmm. um all right let's move into let me see what the time we got 30 minutes to walking dead okay uh gotta keep gotta keep breast of the time over here y'all um let's see what do we have time for i guess we can do do one or two fucking with black people okay let's get into those real quick i feel like i haven't collected a lot of these because uh coronavirus fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe and we saw different articles make us feel fuck with and we're assigned points for zero to 100 intervals 25 today's contestants everybody all right let's see who's in it um ooh, iron mike tyson you know he has a podcast now called hot boxing Mm-mm, i didn't know that yep and uh eminem released a new album and music to be murdered by is the name of it and he has been on a promotional run so he went to mike tyson's hot boxing podcast and they got it to a nice little convo um uh tyson says everything you got was fucking not even given to you tyson said passionately you fucking slayed for it you know what i mean you're the only white guy that knows what it's like to be a nigga <laughs> eminem says not sure how to answer that nervously come on i don't blame him like uh i know i don't i know no sir you're one of the few white guys to know that pressure of like fuck i ain't shit they ain't doing me right i mean you know we all got our story eminem replied the conversation 22 legends was raw and uncensored so uh yep um and it's available on youtube <sighs> karen zero to a hundred uh you know what i'm tell you right now i'm gonna get this to zero because uh mike tyson is my problematic fave because i watch mike tyson mystery and that shit is fucking flames Mm-hmm. that is your favorite show one of them yeah i'm I'm not even gonna I'm, I'm i'm not even gonna lie and it's mike tyson yeah um the thing for me is like i understood what mike was trying to say 
um and i think online it's that thing where you know everybody has to be up in arms and do the like you know no one gets invited to the cookout bullshit that niggas do online meanwhile it's not true but um i don't know for me it's one of those things where like uh because i understood where mike was coming from i wouldn't say that shit i wouldn't necessarily agree with that shit um but i'm also not that bothered by it in the context of what he's trying to say just it's whatever it's uh, and also i don't think i take mike seriously enough on the racial conversation line that i'm you know sitting up there like yeah man if mike said it's true you know <laughs> like it's like okay they was on a podcast they said some shit i wouldn't have said myself and i'm good so it's a zero for me it didn't it didn't bother me i saw some people that were by it when i shared it but you know I, I i'd be lying if i said i was bothered by it to be honest um Same. virginia is back in the news everybody okay. virginia um virginia becomes the latest state to ban hair discrimination it is not what we stand for come on he's still moonwalking out there for him <laughs> i mean my man from the moonwalk to the electric slide he gonna he gonna do the cha-cha slide on him in a second i mean my man my man got me wanting to want to think about moving come on it's just a few hours up north what that coronavirus look like up there they probably got full lockdown i don't know know. they do they probably got no cases none hey i see you with your brains now that can't discriminate against you no more Go round, go round, go round, go round, go round, go round. To the left, to the left. It's your birthday, it's your birthday. Not for real though, just for play play. (laughs) Listen, Ralph gonna be getting it on the floor. I don't know why we in denial. Ralph is gonna Mm -hmm. be on the floor, okay? Hot one time, uh. Don't let Mike Tyson uh, do an interview with Ralph because he definitely gonna say he can say nigga, okay? Come on, we gonna be sure we play the songs with all the instructions in them damn virginia wow who fuck around and be the only state with universal health care that was like we don't give a fuck about the rest of y'all we got it here california new york new jersey and fucking virginia wow Psh, i'm jealous honestly Ugh. um <laughs> uh let's see we'll do we'll do another oh, one. zero i'm not yeah zero for me i mean obviously um uh let's see how about this one um nypd taught blacks and latinos for jaywalking tickets uh the nypd has found another way to harass people of color jaywalking tickets police don't write a lot of them but between january 1st and september 30th last year cops issued 316 summonses for walking against a traffic light or crossing mid-block and 284 of them that's 89.5 percent of the tickets went to blacks or hispanics according to the city's own summons data crunched by streets blog only 55 percent of the city's population is black or hispanic more than half of the tickets 167 or 53% were issued to people under 25 with 44% of the tickets going to people age 18 to 25 uh even though that group comprises just 7% of the population so young black and brown people are getting all the jaywalking tickets in New York City 
ah man i feel for him man because like that's that bullshit you know mm-hmm. it's the it's the traffic stop data it's ferguson all over again it's monetizing and tax a taxation on being black and brown in, in that city you know um and uh the whole assumption is that yeah black and brown people don't have any advocates within the criminal justice system to stop us from abusing them and taxing them if they did this shit in manhattan or some you know williamsburg or wherever the white people had in new york this shit this fucking tact this this tactic would be over in a month people would be in court they'd be fucking getting high-priced lawyers they'd be fucking uh, advertise uh i mean you have to vote on that shit (laughs) they would be on tv uh news channels all this shit Mm -hmm. but when it's black and brown people this shit can happen in silence people how many people people may have felt this feel they may have felt this while walk being black in new york but how many people had the stats and the numbers to back it up at the time and now you do um so who knows if bill de blasio or the nypd will even fucking confront this i know with coronavirus you've seen a lot of police departments say they're not gonna um target a lot of these lower level crimes anymore because it's not worth their time yeah coronavirus is getting us to the socialist utopia that you know way faster than bernie could because this shit is just like it's not a time for games no more the racism is stupid it's like what y'all now y'all agree <laughs> now y'all agree <laughs> racism is dumb what yeah yeah racism is dumb and it's costing us a lot of money it can be dangerous i mean i agree but what took you so long we just don't want to get sick right we just don't want to get sick anyway zero to uh a hundred. Oh, a hundred yeah that's a that's a hundred for me even it's one of those things where it's like a study that that we all go like this needs to be studied but i guess sometimes it does right correct um all right let's move into our other um game it's time to play um a little bit of guess the race um as soon as i get my guess the race music up um on spotify here <laughs> sorry guys start moving slow here near the end here we go now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts man we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race of course everyone playing is a racist all right um a mother and a daughter who are morticians have charged more than one thousand dollars for cremations they never made and also sold deceased diseased diseased body parts oh diseased yes mm-hmm. mother and daughter morticians in colorado were arrested after they were accused of charging a thousand dollars for cremation they often wouldn't carry out and for selling bodies and body parts some of them deceased without permission from grieving relatives megan has 43 and her mother shirley coke 66 were charged with six counts of mail fraud involving 38 decedents and three counts of illegal transportation of hazardous materials saying says the u.s justice department in an unsealed indictment in one case is alleged that the women shipped a head infected with hepatitis c in the mail and on commercial flights what the indictment says that from 2010 to 2018 hess and coke uh operated uh sunset mesa funeral directors in montrose uh which offered burial and cremation services 
the pair would allegedly offer to cremate the decedent's bodies and return the remains back to the families for as much as a thousand dollars or more with many of the cremations never never occurring authorities said the mother and daughter morticians even had a container in their office containing the cremated remains of multiple people the women also allegedly are alleged to have sold diseased body parts through a non-profit body brokerage business which they also own authorities say the pair provided altered documents assured buyers that body parts had tested negative for any infectious diseases the reality however was the opposite the charge against the women regarding hazardous material relates to the heads of dead people who were tested positive for hepatitis c on other occasions the women allegedly just sent the parts without documentation the incident charges that the mother and daughter used the funeral home to supply the body brokerage business they also had sent the body parts without permission from next of kin even though they they had the authority to buyers <laughs> the body part brokerage scheme is believed to have started in 2009 three years after hess opened the funeral home the case was handled by u.s attorney jason dunn who told reporters in a conference call that relatives who felt guilt or responsibility for what happened to their loved ones i want them to know that this is not their fault that they were the victims here both women appeared in federal court in denver tuesday and plead plead not guilty uh the conviction on mail fraud could bring up to 20 years in federal court Mm-mm-mm. the fbi began probing the funeral home after mother and daughter were accused of removing gold teeth from dead bodies and selling them before using the money to go to disneyland gotta go see mickey <laughs> they interviewed him like, like the quarterback after the super bowl <laughs> i'm going to disney world now i just told all these gold fronts uh carrie escher an ex-employee of the funeral home told routers that coke would pull teeth from some of the courses to extract the gold and crowns and fillings and then sell what she collected escher who helped the former cremation uh marketing business run by hess said coke showed me her collection of gold teeth one day she had sold a different batch of prior year and they took the whole family to disneyland in california on the gold that they cashed in uh following these claims the fbi began interviewing former employees karen guess the race oh white 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 karen's going with white let's check the chat room see what they believe um white devils uh didn't know that was illegal white disease nuts white they they were mile high white body partners white uh their white privilege couldn't say that as this time white uh a special place in hell awaits them white thelma and louise white six feet under the trailer trash version white if donald trump could be president we can do this trump un, un unacknowledged cousins white necrophiliacs white they better call beetlejuice to save them white and white the correct answer is and mo- i think everyone wanted the same thing on this one mm-hmm. and y'all got it correct they were white that is nuts and i guarantee you a lot of them families never got them bodies was probably started complaining well like, i, I mean they must have got the create what they assumed to be the cremated remains uh, but they weren't oh, the people's but, bodies and uh, then it must they must have waited till they were so they were a burial service but they must not have been like a funeral home right or something or maybe people that chose not to have a funeral just say we want this body buried right they must have taken the gold teeth out of that Oh, before they burnt the body. Yeah. Is that picture showing? Yes. 
um listen one of these women's hair is fucking amazing um so there's two of them that's shirley coach the older woman Mm -hmm. and then megan has 43 is the younger woman megan's hair is ridiculous look at this hair y'all this is like some out of glamour shots oh oh 1980s we used to i mean we used to go to the mall right and they push all your hair forward they make up they did all the makeup give me uh give me feather tees okay come on give me all the hairspray <laughs> give me top gun tees over here look at her hair this is 2020 with her hair like this oh my goodness woman that hair ain't going nowhere look, at this. look how feathered this shit is feathered down what is this <laughs> oh she got that madonna hair <laughs> oh she teased that to the to the gods like a virgin hair out here out here robbing the grave oh my goodness oh this woman's hair boy that sent me when i seen Material. that mo- <laughs> <laughs> what oh my goodness you couldn't tell her she wouldn't fly her like the white woman in um the last dragon (laughs) oh my god that's that's terrible all right let's do another one guys um how about uh this one a florida man stole three thousand dollars from a woman he met on a dating app uh ex-con swindled three thousand dollars from a woman he met on a dating app and then coaxed her into sending multiple news of herself in order to be repaid michael william mcdougall 35 poses a man michael named michael reynolds on plenty of fish while getting acquainted with his victim who lives in orlando the pair moved the conversation to facebook where mcdougall said he needed to borrow a thousand dollars after losing his bank card the woman sent him three thousand dollars over the course of several days how that story wow right she he, he promised her he'd pay her back but notifications she received from paypal were bogus according to the police affidavit investigators said mcdougall of winter garden later messaged the woman using his real name in an attempt to clear up any of the victim's confusion about his alter ego which she assumed was a real person mcdougall even bragged he could cover the victim's losses out of sheer generosity and then offered to pay her five thousand if she sent new photos to his cousin the victim agreed and when and then he asked for even more though threatening to report to police that she sent news to an underage team mcdougall's 16 year old cousin the woman ultimately went to the cops in early february man right. he, she was gullible as shit i i can see why not not to excuse all of her gullibility but i can see why this is able to keep going because like at some point you don't even want to tell people you were that happens a lot that's, that's a lot of uh women particularly older women they get schemed and you know, society always blames them it's your fault you stupid you should have known better when sometimes you know depending on what's going on the story like a lot of times they like to target people, people that have recently lost a maid or going through hard times and things like that. And so you know it's one of those things where there are a lot of people that are victims of this shit but we don't know but the majority of the stories because everybody feels shamed yeah we talked about i mean not talked about this we listened to a podcast mm-hmm. called con artists and they had one about a woman who essentially got blackmailed by this person in a similar faction um and she had a hard time coming forward because she's an accomplished businesswoman in every other area of her life and so to admit i got gamed out of my savings and shit from this dude that i met online 
it, it's, it actually exacerbated the situation because it's like well now i want to tell nobody because they're gonna lose all my respect for me she ended up writing a book about it and shit later but right yeah. and what was what's so wild is that once she started talking she realized other people other women have been through the same thing yep. so when you realize it's actually a collection of you out there and mm-hmm. if it came to light people would stop doing that bullshit yep um the woman ultimately went to cops in february mcdougall who was convicted of fraud in 2015 initially insisted she was lying but failed to show up to a meeting to show a detective proof of his claims he also downplayed a mike mcdougall victims united facebook page created by people who he had schemed who he had schemed out of money again mcdougall stated it's all a big misunderstanding that's yeah a whole facebook page yeah so there's other Mm -hmm. victims you guys know how it is sometimes people start whole facebook uh pages based off of uh you know based off of how you did them wrong it's like but they lie uh the facebook group created in 2013 had 75 members as of tuesday mcdougall who was arrested thursday on charges of extortion and scheme to defraud has been released from custody after posted forty five hundred dollars bond uh if convicted he could face up to 20 years in prison karen guess the race of mike mcdougall oh mike mcdougall is white all right karen's going with white let's check the chat room see what they believe um you know sometimes they need time guys there's typical race guessing that's going on here um uh so we got um blanche Devereaux wanted her young man kept white <laughs> blanche black joanne the scammer black uh white uh mcdougall outlander white a fall from grace black <laughs> white oh, no. 100 million white white wait what oh i guess it was a thousand dollars not a million but all right so a lot of white couple blacks people that said white you're correct which means those who said black you got it wrong oh man Mm-mm-mm. that's him right there you showed he up did that shit. yeah i mean three thousand dollars i can't like but it seemed like he did this to enough people though mm-hmm. so it's, you know? it's something about him that causes people to give up their money who knows like what he's actually telling them or what he's saying to them he must got some some good game um when he slide up in them dms on plenty of fish 75 people in the facebook group going this nigga ain't shit yes right plenty of fish and plenty of y'all money and some news on top of it he was gonna keep that shit going he was about to get all her money all right let's get to the bonus round everybody Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right, double the points, double the race, and the bonus round to guess the race. So far, Karen is two for two. But can she keep it up in the bonus round? I'm gonna try. Let's see, guys. Um, three wanted in mistreatment of 22 horses found at Henry County property. Oh shit authorities have identified three people wanted in connection with the mistreatment of 22 horses found starving earlier this month at a henry county property two of those horses have since died henry police said wednesday uh investigators have taken arrest warrants against michelle phillips 
jason jones and Brittany phillips on charges of animal cruelty photos of the horses previously released by henry county animal control showed several other animals were bony matted and missing patches of hair when they were found at a property on king mill road god damn mm-hmm, mm-hmm. people ain't taking care of them horses the agency has been uh working with the state officials and local organizations like the georgia equine rescue league and the canine pet rescue to feed the surviving animals and provide them with veterinary care police are now asking uh anyone with information on the three suspects whereabouts to come forward they are believed to be in metro atlanta all right karen guess the race of the three suspects they're all the same race oh white white okay karen's going with white let's check the chat room see what they believe uh elmer's glue white (laughs) oh man y'all going to treat mr ed better white white all white party uh white horses involved white says k can in all caps um i'm gonna go black this time says charlene white the correct answer is they were black what with a horse farm i demand a recount like you put the horse before the cart on that one karen um and charlene got it right but i I don't know how do you know these people how the fuck you get that one right (laughs) like one one of these your horse like (laughs) simply get that right (laughs) relatives she was like y'all niggas ain't been treating them horses right charlene out here cheating man listen okay we have an honor and integrity uh (laughs) podcast here okay we on the honor system and something is not right that 100 percent of y'all are supposed to miss that one okay i missed that and i seen the pictures i was like these are white people <laughs> white people in blackface okay uh <laughs> all right let's go let's go sore ratchetness one day we can get to the bottom of the mystery of who framed them black people who framed them they didn't do that them black people innocent okay <laughs> i don't know fuck what you heard uh man a man, a man in the hospital after being stabbed with a sword in north york wait as soon as i clicked on this the fucking text disappeared what how's that possible huh well, that's never happened before uh let me go back and see if i can make it come back up okay um man people out here framing black people for crimes they had (laughs) no way of committing black people that then they uh they were lost in the metro atlanta area find them uh all right so a man was rushed to the hospital with serious injuries after he was stabbed with a sword in north york on friday morning toronto police say they responded to reports of a stabbing just before 8 30 a.m 
uh a man they located a man with uh suffering serious injuries to uh let's see oh okay yeah the uh, uh, police allege a man walked into a business wielding two swords on some leonardo shit later stabbing one man the victim was sent to the hospital with serious but non-life-threatening injuries police say what they have one man in custody and have since recovered both swords no charges have been laid police say they would not reveal what the business was because of safety concerns for the victim Mm, in case they want to come back with the other sword and finish the job i don't know all right y'all that's it man walking ah. dead stars in five minutes so we got out of here just perfectly on time no it's a yeah. little bit shorter episode for you uh corona quarantine people but uh you know we'll be back tomorrow so until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.